Good morning from the traffic center. Still accident free. Haven't picked up anything new there. Everything from earlier is cleared out of the way. We have utility repair work going on on Oakwood. They have eastbound closed at Virginia Boulevard. That'll be in place till about noon. They're repairing damage from an earlier accident. Injured? Make your first call to Senior Timberlake and Lee. 536-0770. Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. With half a brain tied, well, not quite, more along the lines of just half a brain. And for a bonus, at least he made it into work this morning. Once again, here's the Valley's longest reigning talk host. Hey, we never said he was any good. Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Boy, after this rain booster, is it going to get cold? Christmas Day, sunny and 34. Holy crap. That makes, I know, well, they're talking thunderstorm. Maybe it'll shift some more. Who knows? Uh, We don't know. We're hope. We're we're praying. Which, is he on this one? Uh, Put him on the, uh, on that one. There you go. We just moved it, because that's your favorite one, right? Yeah. It's whichever one the cat wants. The one the the cat wants. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, when we're, uh, by the way, it's uh, 34 right now, which Mm. is going to be the high for Christmas Day. Oh, holy. <laughs> um, Dennis Madsen is uh, manager of urban and long-range planning for the city of Huntsville. And uh, we well, I posted my soliloquy on Friday about the final shows, and he said, I want to be on the farewell tour. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the Bette Midler to your Johnny Carson. You are, um, you're, you're kind of in the catbird seat, right? You get to, we have cranes popping up all over the place. We've got yeah. dirt moving. We've got, uh, one of, uh, I think the mayor has mentioned that, uh, I don't know how many people, uh, are aware of this, but Huntsville has the, this more square miles than the city of Los Angeles. It's a lot of territory to it manage. That is. is. Where, how do you get the big picture? You can mm-hmm. go to, what is it, big picture? Bigpicturehuntsville.com. And I, yeah. cause I just typed that in and I forgot yeah. what it was. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's time for me to retire. Um, but anyway, th- there's so much going on. And, and I, I guess what we would do traditionally over the last several years is brought you in about once a quarter and try to find out. We shot for once a quarter. Sometimes we made it, sometimes mm-hmm. we didn't. But there's a lot to talk about every yeah. time. Yeah. Um, the Church Street thing, where the new intersection with Pratt, still confuses the Dickens out of me. But <laughs> you got to let it get done first, and then you'll, then you'll know where you're going. Don't try to drive like, it now. Yeah, because people were going, well, wait a minute, is it going to be, because it's still, that's something still in, the, but that, that, that's been weird for a long time. It's been a weird knuckle. I think a lot of it will just help traffic flow through there. And this is, you know, this goes to some of the things that we've talked about in the past. How do you keep traffic moving as we add people? Some of it is big roads. Some of it is things like, you know, the the northern bypass. Some of it is widening 565. But some of it can be fine-tuning some of the little things that slow down traffic. Things like wonky intersections like Pratt and Church. Um, making little improvements at, at important intersections can have just as positive an impact. You know, you hope politics doesn't enter the this, but it seems to have it permeated everything, including COVID. Uh, I heard from a guy not too long ago, and he says, you know, they're making all these buddy deals and all that. And I said, look, I, I, maybe I'm naive, but I mean, if you come to the city with a good deal and the city isn't sticking its neck out, yep. it may seem like, a, you know, because people will go back to the... Uh, the avenue, uh, the the Sealy's, you right. know, hey, they get a sweet deal. Well, nobody else came to the city right. with a deal like that, right? Well, that was a <clears throat> that was one that was issued publicly where we said, you know, anyone wants to bring something, <clears throat> we're sitting on this land. There's we want to see development happen. Bring us your ideas. Um, and generally, when you if you're watching city council, and I know that means you probably don't have anything else to do that night. Yeah, because some um, of them get long. They, they do and, get a little bit long. And they can long. get sleepy. They, they can. And now, see, I find all this stuff interesting. So, I, I you know, even because of COVID, the um, most of us don't. They don't have us show up anymore. But we have to watch from home mm-hmm. in case there's a question comes up. And then we're texting back and forth, um, you know, the new technology. But 
Generally, when a deal like that comes in front of council, council will hold us to, um, you know, to transparency and they'll say, you know, show us that, that this deal pencils out. And, you know, for as many as are made, there are a lot that are walked away from simply because someone said, you know, I, I can't, we can't make those numbers work. That's not good for the city as a whole. We don't, I know of a few of them and sometimes you'll find out or you'll put two and two together and figure it out. But there have been a lot of them that we have passed on. I oh, mean, yeah. and you guys get a lot of offers. I've, I've talked to Shane and, and, uh, the mayor and, yep. uh, the, they'll mention some things along the way that they're, I remember, I think when we had, uh, we were Shane in here, we were talking about, um, we had, they had like 48 projects they were yeah. working on all, and some were going to work out. And mm-hmm. some, but yeah. they were all working on them all, all at once. Yeah, that's exactly and, how it works. That, I mean, anyone it, in business knows that. There's there's some clients that pencil out, some that don't. But, you know, this idea that, and we got to be careful because prior to your arrival, uh, some years ago, we, we ended up having to dole out, you know, I, I think it was just short of half a million dollars to a guy because we reneged on a hotel deal. Yeah. So you got to be careful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You have to do your homework, and, and um, <clears throat> for for um, for most of the ones that you see now, it's you know there's been a lot of work behind it. You, you we find out about it. Many folks find out about it when it hits the newspapers, um, but oftentimes those things take months and months and even years of work to to really line up. You know the one that um, and Bud McLaughlin with Huntsville Business Journal and I have kind of made jokes about it now, the Coke property. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that development sign has been sitting there and nothing's going on. Right. Yeah, un, not unusual. I mean, look what look how, how long it took Scott, um, you know, Scott McLean to right. do his thing. I mean, like, I don't know, 60-something yeah, versions and, and, and it finally starts right. hitting well, pay dirt. Yeah, well, and especially urban sites take a little bit longer and... People want to do them right the first time. You don't get a mulligan on these things. Um, I think you're going to start seeing stuff, more stuff come out of the ground there just because that's the market's pointing that way. Yeah. That land's getting more valuable. It's going to make more sense to put development on it. I want to get around to, because as we move stuff around, obviously, sometimes you get down to whose ox gets gored. That's part of <laughs> development, too, right? I want to talk about across the river, because we haven't sure. heard about that in a while, either, sure. now that we're in three counties. Mm. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. I know. Uh, more with Dennis Madsen. He's uh, doing the long-range planning and development and all that other good stuff for the city of Huntsville. Or what I like to actually call Hunts Patch. Yeah. Well, we ain't in Kansas anymore. Not even close. <laughs> Leading the plot to disarm America. The Dana Show, today at 2 on WTKI Talk. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. Hockey is set to return January 13th after the NHL and the players completed a deal to hold a 56-game season. That would include playoffs lasting into July to award the Stanley Cup. The league's Board of Governors voted to approve the agreement that was backed by the NHL Players Association Executive Board. The regular season is scheduled to go until May 8th with a 16-team playoff to follow. The Rugby Football Union confirmed the 2020-21 championship season will begin in March. An altered format will see the dozen championship clubs split into two conferences of six teams. According to the Telegraph, they will play each other home and away across ten rounds before a playoff final. Ski resorts in Switzerland and Austria plan to remain open for the Christmas season, even though some ski resorts there have begun to close because of the spread of coronavirus. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr. I worry about lots of things. My finances, my grandkids. If you're 65 or older, you have enough things to worry about. Pneumococcal pneumonia shouldn't be one of them. Even healthy adults 65 and older are at increased risk for this potentially serious bacterial lung disease that can disrupt your life for weeks. Help protect yourself with the Prevnar 13 pneumococcal 13-valent conjugate vaccine, diphtheria CRM-197 protein. Prevnar 13 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 13 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 13 does not protect against all strains of the disease. Don't get Prevnar 13 if you have had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with a weakened immune system may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-866-694-9300 or visit Prevnar13.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist 
pharmacist about Prevnar 13. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. Got to do what we got to do, helping the people that are that did lose their jobs and lost their income, and now they don't have money for their food. It feels good to be out there to assist our community with what we're dealing with. It's what you sign up for as a soldier. We will not rest until the mission is complete. Each one of these soldiers, once they received a call, they understood that all hands were on deck. This goes to the core of what citizen soldiers do. We are your Army National Guard. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Always ready, always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. One is a proud Democrat. Pride is an abomination. One must forego the self. And avoid the chewy chunks of degradation. WTKI Talk. I don't know what's going on with your football program, but oh my lord. <laughs> we don't say we're, we're a hell of a football player, we say we're a hell of a engineer. You. So, yeah. so, so my brother, I think we've had this discussion, my brother Brad is a proud alum. He's the guy on the Atlanta Journal-Constitution hanging from the goalpost when they beat Georgia at Grant Field. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that you can say just that one time. That right one there. time. Yeah. It's been a tough year. Um, but anyway, so so you're you southern guy, southern roots for the most part, right? Uh, actually, born in the Northeast. All my family's from the Northeast. Really? Lived, How'd you get to Georgia Tech? Um Architecture. Uh, I was um, at actually weird story meeting a girlfriend in Atlanta. She was uh, flying through, and we just did a long layover, and we're up in the little West End, you know, rotating restaurant mm-hmm. up there. And this was after I was in uh, undergrad, and I saw a little plaque on the wall that said, you know, Georgia Tech this way, and I thought, you know, I wonder if they've got an architecture program. Um, at, you know, I never spent that much time in the South, uh, but really liked Atlanta when I was visiting, and when I came. Uh, after I got a tech, I mean, Atlanta's a great economy. It was a really booming city, so we just stayed. And, you know, 20-something years later, I was practically an Atlanta native. And it's changed a lot, too. It has changed a lot. <laughs> it's become more like what you left, oh, I think. Well, and the nice thing is you can you can use Atlanta as a cautionary tale. You know, when you, yeah. when you talk about what things that we, we want to do here. We don't want to do it like exactly. Atlanta. Well, yeah. you can point up to Nashville as well. Yeah. They're uh, getting a little bit now, too. Sprawled horribly. Um, and, and that's, it's you know, you hate it for them, but you also say, let's figure out ways to not yeah. get caught in that same trap. And, and you got to do, uh, by the way, this is Dennis Madsen. He's. Uh, manager of long range, uh, let's see, urban and long range planning at the city of Huntsville. Yeah, you, go to big, you can go to bigpicturehuntsville.com to Please see all do. the stuff that's there, all the the, the dreams, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of lot of stuff. A lot of, this is what we'd like to happen. I think it's a lot a of lot it is of it. what does good growth look like, and what are the what are the principles behind it? Because you know we were talking uh, during the, the turn about the market. You know the market really is where the innovation happens. The private sector comes and brings creative ideas to us. We have to be ready to receive them. And we have to make sure that they are supporting good growth, sustainable growth, cost-effective growth. And, you know, you've talked before, and I, you're not the only one to say this. I've, uh, when you were saying it, we were talking during the break, we, we, we always want to try to find a way to say yes. Yeah, I hear that from a lot of people yeah. within the city. I, I also hear that from Madison. I hear mm-hmm. that I'm beginning to hear that from uh, Decatur and, mm-hmm. and Athens. They, they get it yeah. that... If we're not accommodating, they're going to go somewhere else. Right. But we also have to be, as the mayor said, we've gotten to a point where we can be picky right. now. We can we can pick and choose what we want to, and we don't want to have too many Remingtons, right? <laughs> and right. Look, that one was kind of, you know, they got sucked into a lot of things that, first of all, they had bad management. You know, Wall Street doesn't know how to sell guns, and they figured that out. But that was one of those that just... You know, we that was our thice and crut maybe, but not as damaging. Yeah, and and the nice thing was we made sure that the city was we protected. Had yeah, we had <laughs> you know we had good clawbacks, and that's the idea behind those deals. And that's you know that's another thing you can learn from the market. You know, an, an industry when it's doing business always tries to make sure that it's protected itself. So we're we're in an environment where you're working in an environment where you work for a city, 
And typically, you know, government by its own definition is sort of clunky because it's the public sector, right? I mean, because you're beholden to a lot of people, you know, politics or not, you can have politics in there. And and the call is, well, you need to run it like a business. You guys are trying to run it like a business because you're trying to be accommodating to those people that are bringing... Um, is that one of those things where, where the phone rings and people go, how are you doing this stuff? <laughs> a little bit. And I, and I find clunkiness because I've, when I was in the private sector, I worked for a range of cities of a range of sizes. And I found that, that, that sort of flexibility is really a function of scale. Um, smaller cities tend to be a little bit more nimble, but they don't necessarily have the tax base and the resources to do great projects. Big cities have those resources, but they can be incredibly bureaucratic. And I feel like, you know, Huntsville and Madison, a lot of the cities in our region are kind of in that sweet spot. We're just big enough that we've got the resources that we can do some really cool projects, but we're also small enough where we can be nimble and there's a lot of, it's still a lot of relationships that help get things done. Um, I, I see that even in the private sector. You know, small businesses, I worked for a small business when I was uh, uh, in the private sector. You know, we were 16 folks. We were very nimble. Everybody had to do a lot of different things. You get into the the big firms, and they can be clunky and bureaucratic as well. And I think, you know, our city is really kind of in the happy zone of being able to to do good work. You know, you bring up an interesting point about big companies, small companies. Mm -hmm. Boeing is not going to go out there and take a great risk. Right. But they'll hire a subcontractor to go out and take the the hit. (laughs) We don't want to do this, but you guys are nimble enough to go try this. If you fail, it won't be a big deal. Right. That's kind of the the nature of where we are now. And Mm -hmm. that probably has been that way for a long time time we just i just never noticed oh, Many other people have it's, you know you uh you, you think of, of dilbert which you know mocked not working for the government but working for a private company and the sort of insanity of the, the private bureaucracy and then you've got you know not to get too academic you've got kafka's the castle which is just sort of an absolute nightmare of government bureaucracy and i think all those things tend to be when they get very very big if you get really big it becomes difficult to, to be nimble it becomes difficult to embrace that innovation um, and i think uh, for a city like ours we're really in a space where where we've got a strong enough citizenry that we can do a lot of really great stuff, um, but we're also still managing to be very innovative. You know, there are there, look. We've got we've got some you know we've got some some bruises. We've got we've still got a. Every time you move something, right, you're creating. Like I'm noticing on the Parkway, they're building whatever they're building that storage place that's going to be across from Times Plaza. Mm-hmm. I guess they're piling up dirt there because yeah. they've got to get above the floodplain. Yeah. Well, you just move the floodplain. I mean, <laughs> you got to manage the that too. The water will too, go somewhere, absolutely, right? absolutely. So this this mitigation is yeah. always happening, right? Yeah. You're always having to redo that part. Yeah. Um, is it like a constant battle? Because, I mean, again, when I go back to somebody's ox getting gored, yeah. Um, you hope that doesn't happen to somebody, but along the way, you know, yeah. all of a sudden you're getting flooding where you weren't getting it before. And generally, we try to make sure that we're ahead of that. Um, you know, and this is this is one of those things that we're constantly doing a lot of flood mitigation work. We have, uh, um, you know, one person at the city who that's all he does, um, and he knows more about flooding in the city than anybody. And you want to try and make sure you plan for, if there is development here, that the impacts are fairly minor downstream. Um, but this also goes to, you know, the philosophy of, of getting to yes. Um, you know, my philosophy has always been almost everything worth doing on these scales is a public-private partnership. You know, mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the government's responsibility to make sure that no one's getting flooded downstream. It's the private sector's responsibility to come in and figure out how do we make this this great project happen. And that's an example of, I think, you know, we make sure we work with them to understand that we can help them minimize impacts because we we don't want anyone's ox to get gored if we can yeah. possibly help it. You know, we want yeah, it's a rising tide issue. If you can if you can create it where everyone can really benefit from the the great growth here, let's do that. You know, we got one that's out that west, uh, Buffalo Rock, mm-hmm. perfect example. Yeah. City's going to do some work, yeah. road improvement, and that kind yeah. of thing. But they're also bringing what 150 jobs, yep. I think, new jobs. Um, those are the kind of those are the as as I guess um, your your counterpart over at um, uh, 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 Chad Emerson mm-hmm. um, always says, you know, you don't need home runs all the time. You just need singles oh, yeah. and doubles and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know a walk or two. Absolutely, <laughs> you get little bits. And I'd much rather have you know 10 companies at 150 employees a piece than one big one. 
because if you lose them, <laughs> right, it's a exactly hit, right. Well, and this has been very much a part of the mayor's strategy was diversifying what we do. You know, we had we'll be in Arsenal Town for a long, long, long time, but we can be in Arsenal Town and 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 yeah. like manufacturing and uh, you know you know new age industrial and high tech and weather tech and all these other things that can really create a more resilient local economy. All right, I want to dig out the compass next uh, segment. And uh, talk about where, where development's going, what you see, and all that kind of stuff. Everywhere. Still waiting for things on Holmes Avenue. I have a feeling that's going to be sooner than later now. I think so, yeah. And because uh, I'm still thinking they got to do something. There's a lot of land to. I'm just interested to see how what the rendering's going to be like. Right. So, and what's going to end up down the street here where there used to be a housing project. Right. Going to be some interesting things going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, more with Dennis Madsen. He's with us for the hour on the farewell tour of the Fred Holland <laughs> Morning Show. Same solutions for an insane world. WTKI Talk. Call the Fred Holland Morning Show at 256-684-8000. Got some utility work going on on Oakwood and Virginia Boulevard. They have eastbound closed down. They're repairing damage from an earlier accident. The Y makes a great gift for your or a loved one, and you're saving 25% off the membership for all of 2021. No contractor joining feet forever at the Y. Get the info on health and safety at ymcahuntsville.org. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Tradition at Stanley's is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink, hot or cold, they all have one thing in common, fresh baked bread. And don't forget those great sides, fried green tomatoes, mushrooms, cheese sticks, onion rings and fries. Huntsville's original sub, Stanlio's, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanlio's on Facebook and receive special offers. The smartest man in talk radio. You're going to be listening to one of the smartest people that you probably... And you know who this guy is. <laughs> it's me. He's Jim Blassingame. And now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. I choose to take that literally. The Small Business Advocate. The Small Business Advocate. Jim Blassingame. Saturdays at 2 on WTKI Talk. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. In many countries around the world, medical care is scarce. From birth defects to serious injuries and illnesses, countless millions have no access to safe surgery. Mercy Ships is there to help. With a team of volunteer professionals, nurses, surgeons, utilizing state-of-the-art hospital ships, Mercy Ships provides free surgeries for the thousands of those who are waiting for surgery at each port. Mercy Ships is bringing services to countries that would otherwise never be able to access those services. We just see people that need help. You realize that they have no way of getting help, and I want them to know that they're loved. Help make a lasting impact and turn someone's fear into joy. Find out how you can help by visiting our website at mercyships.org for more information. That's mercyships.org. One or more unused rooms in your house, think twice before closing the door. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll uncover the myths and facts about closing off rooms in order to save energy right after this. Are you tired of cleaning your shower? Let Wet and Forget Shower clean it for you. Wet and Forget is the quickest, easiest way to keep your shower sparkling clean. Just spray the shower top to bottom and you're done. The next morning, simply rinse it clean. That's it. Use Wet and Forget Shower once a week to tackle soap scum, shower mold and mildew stains. No scrubbing, no bleach, and no harsh fumes. Don't waste time scrubbing your shower. Pick up a bottle of Wet and Forget shower at the Home Depot or Lowe's. Visit wetandforget.com for a store near you. 
It's not uncommon for people who have an unused room in their home to close off the air vents and shut the door in an effort to conserve energy. It's only natural to think that by eliminating an area to be heated or cooled will save you money. But the truth of the matter is, in many cases, you'll do more harm than good. Central Heating and Air Systems today are balanced for the homes they service. By shutting off one or more rooms, you throw the system out of balance, causing the unit to cycle on and off more frequently, which costs you more money. So keep the balance in your home and in your heating and air conditioning system. Keep those doors and vents open. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm Tamika Hayes, a physician assistant at Spine and Neuro Center. If you're suffering from back and neck pain, it's good to know that a physician assistant or nurse practitioner can see you as soon as the next day. We will evaluate you, order imaging studies, and develop a treatment plan that'll get you feeling better. Plus, if need be, we'll get you into one of our neurosurgeons as soon as possible. Take the first step toward finding a treatment plan that's right for you. Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. In the Army National Guard, soldiers serve part-time and close to home. My community means everything to me. It helped shape me into who I am today and is where I choose to raise my own family. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from. And as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The education benefits I got from serving helped me get my degree and jumpstart my career. The training and leadership skills I've gained from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people, help my neighbors, and look out for my community. I know that when my neighbors need us the most, my fellow soldiers and I will be ready. My family loves it here, and my part-time service means we get to stay here. Serve part-time in the community you live in as a proud member of the Army National Guard. Talk to your local recruiter or visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. The official health care provider for our mascot, Tiki, is Catisfaction Cat Clinic in Madison. WTKI Talk. Boy, there is dirt moving like everywhere. I love it. Uh, we're at 35. We're headed for a pretty nice day today, actually. Uh, we're going to see a few, um, we may see a few clouds tonight. May get in the, have you seen the Christmas star yet? We did last night. Isn't that it's, awesome? Uh, it's pretty fantastic. Yeah, it, is, yeah. it doesn't last long. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, technically it's a solstice star, right? Because yeah. it's so closer to solstice than Christmas, but, you know. It is uh, pretty cool. Sunny today, 56, and then, of course, everybody excited about Christmas Day. Boy, the kids are going to have to bundle up. Sunny and 34, and we got rain in between. Uh, Dennis Madsen, who is in charge of, uh, he's the manager of urban and uh, long-range planning for the city of Huntsville. This is a. I, I'm, I'm thinking this is an enviable position when you're you're in a city where you have all these opportunities coming all the time. Almost, I'm guessing, drinking from a couple of fire hydrants at the same time. <laughs> um, there, there are other people going. Darn! I mean, imagine there, there are cities out there that are doing horribly. Right. And then, of course, we had the COVID thing. Which we seem to, I, I mean, I, I don't want to belittle the fact we've lost a lot of our food trucks, we've had some restaurants we've right. lost. I'm amazed at the ingenuity of a lot of these people to survive. Right. But we're still kind of in a bubble. Yeah. Because we have jobs to fill, right? We do. And, I, you know, I think part of it was we had coordinated leadership saying the same thing. You had both the mayors and the county chairman from the get-go on COVID saying, Take this seriously. Be smart about it. Um, you know, mask up, sanitize, separate. You know, having that coordinated, unified, constant message from everybody in leadership positions was important. And then also having an employment base that is a little bit more um, kind of accommodating of work from home. Like you can close, you know, you can send a lot of folks home from Redstone, and a lot of them can do their work remotely, and a lot of them still are. And I think that that helps a lot. But and we have the backbone. You, got, you, you have to right. have the Internet backbone to right. be able to do that. Right. Well, that's the new infrastructure yeah. right there. We talk about roads. But it's, and we have know, that already. The future is going to be yeah. data. Absolutely. So let's, let's point the compass in a couple of directions. What's the focus? Or is it multi? Or is it, are we going south? Are we going west? Oh, are we going it's north? Multi. It's multi. I mean, there's, you know, it, for a city like ours, and it's especially when you are, 
you know, there, there are no hard borders. You've got the river, but obviously already across we the river. It right. Now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, development's going to occur where development wants to occur. Um, and so it's, you know, you're seeing some to the south, um, especially a lot, in, you know, South Huntsville in particular, always been a very attractive place to live. And so as more folks are discovering that, you're seeing a lot of redevelopment down there. You're seeing infill housing. You're seeing a lot of people putting money into housing. You're seeing sort of a, a generational turnover where some of the, the older engineers are retiring and they're they're kind of downsizing into to smaller homes and new families are moving in and buying and renovating homes. Saw it really in earnest in South Huntsville. Now you're seeing it really happening in North Huntsville and Northeast Huntsville. Um, so you're seeing a lot of reinvestment in the core, but you're also seeing growth in, in places out west. You know, Limestone County in particular is going to be a big one for us for the foreseeable future. And that is, you know, and that, and that's the part where we we had the, where there was a learning curve on that, right? When you know, in Dallas Fanning's era, I guess was when they did the big land grab out <laughs> out five sixty five. And there was a there was a point in time when the city was going to lose that because people were saying well, you're not paying attention to us, and they yeah. were they were talking about going to the legislature and get de annexed and all that yeah. kind of stuff. That's changed. The focus yeah. has changed. Yeah, right? you do, and you you yeah. Some of it is now. It's not just the infrastructure out there, but it's making quality of life investments out there. You know, you've got the new Fanning Park um, down in West Huntsville. We've recognized for a while that while there's a lot of great growth and there's a lot of great development out there, there are some amenities that have to, to come online to help as well. Um, the Land Trust has a fairly substantial set-aside in Limestone County um, for, a, for a preserve, which will be great for the folks who, who start to live out there. Um, but you, you do want that, that kind of quality of life to catch up to the development as well. So while we're in another county, uh, Morgan County, mm-hmm. we cross the bridge. Uh, that that in itself creates an interesting mm-hmm. scenario. When do we start seeing some kind of development there, or is it going on already and we just aren't paying attention? Well, I think a lot of it's going to be a little bit more low intensity. There's not the heavy infrastructure down there. You're not going to see apartment buildings or big shopping malls or anything like that. The focus and the reason we were intentional about crossing um, wasn't so much about high-intensity development down there as it was about really kind of helping that riverfront develop. It was about creating kind of a recreational area, taking advantage of Because that allows Ditto to expand. Uh, yeah, and, I, and then yeah. while you're allowing us to ha- have Ditto expand, we're going to let you build some, some estate homes down there. Right, and right. Which is some yeah. commercial development along, I guess, the, the highway, too. Right? Yeah, there'll probably be a little bit of, of kind of, you know, locally and, and, and corridor-serving commercial. You've got some low-intensity estate stuff and which is great because it doesn't it's not as much of a burden on a, on a city to support but in exchange you can help turn ditto which is already really a gem that can grow into what becomes a really regional recreational draw i mean it's a fantastic site and it, a lot of folks are like there's a river here the yeah. full borders river and there's a, a lake fact, it does there's and a lake fantastic. down there too there yeah. is there's a great little lake on, on part of the property in morgan county um, that can become part of that recreational area does does this beget more annexation in morgan county is that what, what it will lead to will, will the city continue to go south do you think <laughs> now that it's crossed the river well a lot of it and this is long long term <laughs> long term um I, well i think what what a lot of folks don't appreciate is the city f- doesn't often initiate these things. A lot of times it's the landowner that mm-hmm. approaches us and says, hey, I want to be a part of the city. I want to be, you know, I want to have access to city schools or I want to have access to city services. So in that case, it's a lot of it is would we anticipate more landowners coming and approaching us and saying we want to annex in? Probably not as many down there. Um, they don't, <clears throat> you know, a lot of it is fairly self-reliant and doesn't necessarily need to come into the city. Um, plus, there's, you know, there's only one bridge across the river, so yeah. there's only so much you can you can get down there. But um, a, a lot of our focus has really been on infilling. If you look at a map of the city of Huntsville, there's a lot of little there's islands. A lot of space little, to fill. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And I think, uh, you know, when we when annexation occurs, we want to be smart about it, but we don't want to forget the stuff that we already have and making sure that that is as well served as it can be. So it'll be a little pockets. I think so. Like maybe toward Gurley a little bit as Hampton Cove so. continues to grow and we get that eastern bypass will probably be a little more added there. Yeah. Maybe a little more northeast toward uh, New Market, but we've gone pretty close there. Yeah. And then uh, just kind of just filling in. I think little, filling in the gaps is really gaps here the and there. priority. And I think you've got a lot of them that are already if they're unincorporated now they're looking at wanting to develop and wanting to be a part of the city all right so the uh because we're on holmes avenue i'm a little self-serving here uh <laughs> just 
just a little. Um, but, you, you know, you, you and I have had numerous conversations over the years. We've talked to other people. You know, those consultants keep saying this natural connection between downtown yeah. and UAH. Nothing ever happened. Right. Because it just wasn't, the, the, the possibility wasn't there yet. Well, now Sparkman Homes is gone. You look out there and you realize how large that track is. Yeah. But you also notice that it dips. Right. <laughs> so all of it isn't developable, but right. developable, but it could be park. It could be yeah. other stuff, right? Multi-use. Um, how do you see this this transformation out Holmes Avenue now? And and is it going to truly be that connection to UAH that these consultants were all along saying? And how fast does that happen? Yeah, I think it absolutely will be. I mean, it's just <clears throat> you know, there's no substitute for location and connection. You know, when as the crow flies going from downtown to UAH and CRP, you know, Holmes Avenue is a very very easy link. It moves very well. There's a lot of redevelopable land along it. You know, not just the the old Sparkman home site, um, but these are these are things that you know a lot of times. You'll see little bits and pieces start, and then it'll seem like overnight everything seems to turn. Like you've got Fantasy Playhouse, yeah. now, Children's Theater is now putting was that a, a genius stroke. There, well, they, I mean, that's they a have corner a, that uh, they thought about that as the possibility. They have a they have a a, um, a very good executive director. You know, full transparency. My family has a ton of history with uh, with Fantasy Playhouse, so um, they have a great director who's very very visionary and was not only looking for a great location but also being close to a lot of folks that that they can serve. And they're doing a lot of work with some of the the less fortunate kids in the neighborhoods that's around there. And here's a chance, and absolutely, get involved in the arts. Yeah, theater. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a it's a great stroke, but it's just another pebble in that pond to help redevelop. Which is going to make that corner. make yep. that little uh, wave a little bit bigger. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And you have other stuff going on. You got the rock up there. I mean, you've had a lot of repurposing going on. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the first wave. Yeah. And that will force a lot of this other stuff to happen. I guess. Huh? Yep. All right. A couple more with Dennis Madsen. We'll uh, maybe we'll get a secret out of him. I doubt it. Where Huntsville comes to talk. Fourteen fifty. 50 a.m. and 105.3 FM WTKI Talk. We have utility repair work going on on Oakwood at Virginia Boulevard. They have eastbound traffic closed until about noon while they make repairs. Have you tried Popeye's chicken sandwich yet? It's made with that buttermilk crispy chicken with spicy or classic mayo, and it's served on a warm, buttery bun. $3.99 at Popeye's, Jordan Lane, North Parkway, or 72 in Jeff. Captain Nick in the Popeye's North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. We're the stronger-than-we-look type. I've had type 1 diabetes since I was 2. The braver-than-you-think type. I have to take insulin shots every single day. The type that sees the odds and says they're meant to be overcome. The research JDRF is funding, it's life-changing. We're the plan for a cure type. My world, I hope type 1 diabetes will be something I used to have. The closer-than-you-think type. Things like the artificial pancreas, they aren't ideas. They're happening right now. The type that will stop at nothing. No more blood sugar tests. Absolutely nothing. No more insulin shots. Until type 1 becomes type none. Support JDRF, the world's largest funder of type 1 diabetes research. So one day you can say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Join us now at JDRF.org and spread the word. Hashtag type none. We've been selling printer supplies for a half a century. And today, we make it easier than ever to make sure our customers get the best price and the best support. Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi. With our easy plan, you can order supplies online at guaranteed low prices and get our award-winning on-site service for free. There's no catch. Drake Avenue and at lyosigroup.com. For printer supplies, we're a partner in your success. One of the things about the humidor is it's probably got the greatest variety of any tobacco shop in Huntsville. I come down here because the variety of accessibility of the different types of cigars that they have. Great selection of cigars, and they have the best selection of cigars around at a good price. Buy it, smoke it here, hang out with the guys. Great pipe selection, great tobacco selection. They do a great job of taking care of the customer, and that's what counts. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest. Now open Sundays, noon to 6. New message. Department of the Social Security Administration. The reason of this call is to inform you that your Social Security... 
has been suspended for suspicion of illegal activity. If you do not contact us immediately, your account will be deactivated. For more information about this case file, press 1 or call immediately our department number. This is a scam. Thieves are misusing the Social Security Administration's authority and phone schemes to trick you into giving them money or personal information. They state there is a problem with your Social Security number or account. They claim there's been suspicious or fraudulent activity, and you could be arrested or face other legal action. They even spoof SSA's main customer service telephone number on caller ID. Don't believe them. Don't provide any information. SSA employees will never threaten you for information or promise benefits in exchange for information. In those cases, the call is fraudulent. Just hang up. If you suspect you've been contacted by an SSA scammer, call the Social Security Fraud Hotline at 1-800-269-0271. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Is, the, is that Dennis the Menace? So now you're a menace. Uh, I've heard that a lot. <laughs> Never happened, huh? <laughs> Dennis Matson, manager of uh, urban and long-range planning for the city of Huntsville. We, this whole repurposing thing is fascinating to me. Because we're talking about overall the repurposing of Holmes Avenue, which is going to be more forced by the market, and then you right. guys will come and fill in the... I mean, there's a plan, but yeah. but other things have to happen. Right. Then you have the situations where... When we were talking during the break about dead malls. Mm-hmm. We hear Madison Square Mall, which was which opened when I moved here. There was, right. There's nothing out there, and then I'll, I'll, this thing's... Come and gone. Right. You know, kind of like the kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was there, and I never saw it. It wasn't there when I was there, and then it was gone the next time I visited. But this is one of those things where repurposing is this heavy lifting, yeah. and there's risk. It right? is. It is. But, I mean, again, this is, you know, we talked a little bit about if you're running a city like a business, you're doing a, a look at a return on investment, and you say, all right, how much do we need to put in to make this work, and how much do we anticipate getting out of it? And malls around the country, you, know, you see a fairly substantial kind of contraction in that model. You know, people are, are shopping in, in different sorts of environments. Um, you know, we. Uh, Frankly, we overbuilt malls during the peak. That's the way capitalism works. Someone sees a good idea, everyone builds it out. The, the stuff that's good stays. The stuff that isn't so good falls behind. But um, you can't. You can actually. I mean, there's there's plenty of case studies of letting a mall crater. But people have to understand that if you let a mall completely fall apart and completely get blighted. It's not just the mall that dies. A lot of the stuff around it gets taken with it. And so you have to look and say, all right, could we afford to a, to take that big a hit to our tax base or even create that much blight in an, in the middle of our city? And when we looked at, at a, a place like, you know, what is now Mid-City, we said, you know, we can't in good conscience let that fall apart and take a lot of those businesses and neighborhoods with it. So you had a lot of criticism, though. Why is the city getting involved so heavily in right. this in Mid-City, and, right. and why don't we just repurpose them all? And right. but, but you guys had studied this a lot and found yeah. a, and there's there's actually a website called what? Dead, Deadmalls.com. Deadmalls.com. Yeah, yeah. So you can see it's all over the country. There's a oh, lot of Lordy. places like this. And, and it, So Parkway Place is a little different because it's a little bit more, it's kind of like a Brook, Brookwood Village-y kind of thing down in Birmingham. I it's think it's, of, it's a little tighter. It's little in a cottage it's in a, yeah. yeah, And it's a it's in a, an area where there's not as much opportunity for kind of sprawl around it, so I think it should be able to kind of maintain its customer base. Um, but you know, you there's you'll be able to keep some, but some of them you're going to have to acknowledge. Yeah, you're going to need to find something else. And frankly, there's only so many call centers that you can build. So yeah, you have to be creative about what you do with old mall sites. A lot of square footage for nothing. It is a lot of square yeah. footage. One more with Dennis Matson coming up. I'm Brian. And I'm Tim. Join us for Beer Guys Radio every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. on WTKI. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Calmer trading has returned to global markets following the chaotic start to the week after countries banned travelers from the United Kingdom to stop the spread of a more contagious version of the coronavirus. Daimler, parent company of Mercedes-Benz, is partnering with Infosys to update the company's technology. Malaysia's AirAsia is planning to restructure. That could impact the future of jet builder Airbus. Reuters says it would result in Airbus 
losing $5 billion in orders for new planes. The jet maker says it's already built or substantially built seven planes and another 71 are on order that may impact Airbus's profitability if canceled. Christmas Eve shopping could be ending earlier this year. USA Today says Target will close at 8 p.m., Best Buy closing at 7. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. Is the cost of finishing the basement worth the benefit of some peace and quiet? When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing can help you find answers with personalized planning tools and insights to help you get where you want to go, even if it's just downstairs. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash within reach to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner & Smith, Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC-insured, are not bank-guaranteed, and may lose value. Good morning. Traffic load lighter than normal this morning. We're getting a bit of a break. There is some fog around. Some of those areas a little bit fogged in, so that's going to be a problem for you. RC Hobbies in Huntsville is one of the country's largest radio-controlled stores with drones, high-flying planes, hovering helis, cars, boats, and trains. RC Hobbies, Meridian Street, Huntsville. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. Your career isn't a job, it's a journey. Your next job could lead to bigger things, and you're in charge of how fast and how far you want to go. At AlabamaWorks.com, you can connect with employers and start working right now. Then chart your path forward with training and career planning tools. But it's only the beginning. Start a great success story at AlabamaWorks.com. Sponsored by Alabama Works, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Did you know almost anything you can find at Stanleo's is available as a salad or as a gluten-free wrap? Just ask. The meatball, ham and Swiss, steak kebab, steak combo, turkey, tuna, Italian cold cuts, the kitchen sink. Plus, that Stanleo's tradition extends to vegetarian. Just taste it. Huntsville's original sub is Stanleo's Sub Villas, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanleo's on Facebook and receive special offers. Mrs. Holland says he'll get to the point eventually. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. Oh, yeah, we've saved them all for you. <laughs> Not all the good ones. Dennis Matson, manager of uh, urban and long range planning for the city of Huntsville. And uh, okay, so so you wake up in the middle of the night, you got all this, all these, all these gears moving, and you wake up in the middle of the night, you stare at the ceiling, and you go, "Holy crap! What what are you holy crapping about?" Mm, that's a that's a good question. Um, I think a you know big part of it, and, I, and it's not a surprise to anyone, is housing. Um, the residential market is really really hot here, which you would anticipate with um, uh, you know a lot of uh, jobs coming here. Um, you know the the when you talk to the realtors associations, they'll tell you you know time on market is a fraction of what it was a few years ago, and the the inventory is a fraction of what it was. And yeah, you know, the question becomes how quickly can we build or renovate homes? But now you're building four hundred thousand dollar houses. And and I you know I asked my son in law who was in home he's in, moved into another business now, but he was in home building for a long time. He said that it cost us as much to build a four hundred thousand dollar house as it does a two hundred thousand dollar house. But there are now developers stepping forward, and I heard a story about one that's going to be doing some of that. Yeah. We've got to have that tier of housing. Yeah, right? absolutely. You're you're dead on because when you looked at a lot of the activity in the the most recent report in the Huntsville area, um, realtors do a fantastic annual report that kind of looks over um, looks over the range of housing that's moved. And last year, a lot of it was you know the bulk of it was two hundred thousand dollars and down. Um, so there's a huge market out there for that, you know, young professionals in particular, um, that you can still find.
send a good amount of that around town, but I think there there's still a need for seeing that built. And, you know, developers obviously have to figure out how they can make that work for their bottom line. But yeah. there are places it can happen. If you got to the old Johnson High School site, Jaguar Hills, that's a great example of being able to bring, you know, new housing in an accessible, at an accessible price point um, into a, a desirable area. And that's the part that I just, you know, I think we'll do it. I think we'll keep up with it. But, you know, it, it, it gives me a little bit of heartburn making sure we you know, we, we can survive that demand. The, whoever comes, you know, that's like discovering, you know, the cure for some disease, right? Whoever comes up with the, the surefire solution to fill in that middle yeah. of housing is going to be like, you know, a genius, right? Yeah, yeah well, absolutely. You, gotta, you're gonna, you know, because you're asking somebody to, you're almost going to have to have, I, I'm not a big fan of government, you know, Subsidies and grants right. and all that and encouragement poking the pig, but but there are there. I was talking to a guy somewhere. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I, I want to say it's in Florida, where you, these modular homes, mm-hmm. they're just coming in and, and taking. Look how they're building this parking garage across from the VBC. It's yep. Lincoln Logs, man. Yep. And there's build, no you reason you can't do that. Like that. Absolutely, yeah. and it's you're seeing you're seeing a push to that. And the, the funny thing is, you can get you can get a very good product out of that because you're building it basically in a factory like a car and you're bringing it on site and assembling it. Um, they're very, very well built, um, very, very sturdy. Um, they're getting to the point where you can create even more types to them so it doesn't look quite so cookie cutter. Um, but that can help answer a, a, a lot of that demand is, is you know, sort of pre-manufactured housing. Because if you're going to have those middle jobs, mm-hmm. which we have to have, right? right. We, we have to have that, that middle tier of, right. you know, bartenders and and servers and absolutely, you know, people working, you know, working, you know, I, I, I and you hope a lot of these people working in, you know, food and beverage, mm-hmm. are looking to advance in that, yeah. or or it's helping them get to something else. Because yeah. you you know you don't want to say at the bottom of anything, but it, but in in that process, you can have somewhere to live. Absolutely. So we we figure that one out. We're going a long way, huh? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, and that, that'll that be, you want to make sure, again, this goes to the rising tide thing, we want everyone to feel like Huntsville is a place where they can live, where they can find a great job, where they can find, um, you know, where they can live their best life. We want everyone to be able to do that here, not just at one end of the, the income spectrum or the other. Well, I hope we keep this going. I hope you'll join me on the podcast in oh. future months. Sure. We'll keep, keep this going here. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, uh, what is it? Uh, BigPictureHuntsville.com. Yeah. Dennis Madsen, always great seeing you, man. Congratulations on a great career. Thanks. I appreciate it. You're listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. My show isn't just about left and right, Democrats versus Republicans, liberals fighting conservatives. The Mike Gallagher Show is about life, family, friends, how you're going to pay for your kid's college, what information you need to get that promotion, how do you help your fellow man. It's also about standing up to power, whether that's the senator who's handing out favors to big donors or the race hustlers who divide us. Follow the Mike Gallagher Show at Facebook or Twitter at Radio Talker Mike and online at MikeOnline.com. It's the Mike Gallagher Show. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 on WTKI. Fantasy Playhouse Children's Theater and Academy presents the virtual production of A Christmas Carol to be aired on the Valley CW on Christmas Eve. The next night of the same hour on the third. Upon the next night when the last stroke of twelve has ceased to vibrate. A Christmas Carol performed by the Fantasy Playhouse Children's Theater and Academy on the Valley CW. Christmas Eve from 5.30 to 7. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day. WTKI Talk, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM.